0: Hey friends, it's the Johnster Monster with episode 14 of Shadow and Flame of Magic, the podcast. Um, before we get started, I just want to make a correction that, um, maybe not a correction, but in addition to the last episode, I was reminded my wife, my wonderful wife, uh, gave me a Kitty Pride uh, Christmas ornament because every year we do ornaments, and I completely forgot that she found one on Etsy. That's pretty awesome. And, um, proving that honesty really is the best policy, um, I told my wife about the mix-up of, um, the X-Men, oh no, I had it in my head and now I don't have it. Oh yeah, the X-Men grand design and how she bought issue one. And not the graphic novel. So we are returning the comic and getting the graphic novel that I'll probably get for my birthday. So that worked out. So uh just a little advice going forward. Uh, sometimes just being honest really is okay. And no one was embarrassed or anything like that. And it wasn't awkward except for my awkward energy I bring to most things. So... Without further ado, let's get to Generation Next, issue one. And thanks again to friend of the show, Francisco, who developed that theme for us. And as a big thank you, we are dedicating January to. Um Generation X as he's a big age of apocalypse fan, and I'm a big fan of Shadow Cat, so the two things met and made a great duel and so generation X enter now age of apocalypse uh came out in March, and it was one ninety five or it cost you two sixty five cans. It's here. Inside cover ads for Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, which I don't even recognize that, but Billy Zane's in it. As well as Jada Pinkett. And Thomas Hayden Church. <coughs> Coming January thirteenth to a Criplex near you, which is pretty cute. And this would have been March nineteen ninety-five. And the issue uh, narration opens with Chamber. Name's Jonathan Starsmore. Mates call me Jono. This is a horrible British accent, I think, is what I'm attempting. To the rest of them, it's chamber. On account of the gapling hole dead center of me chest. See, I'm homo superior. a meet it, if you are like. Believe me, it ain't nearly as much of a lark as it looks. And just being blasted from some unseen opponent... Turn the page, you get a gorgeous double page splash. Stanley presents a beau new chapter in the history of the X-Men, X Men Generation Next in front from the top. Credited by Carlos Bacalo and Scott Lovedell, inker Mark M- Muckingham, color Steve Bachelotto slash Electric Cannon Crown. Lettering Starkings Comic Craft, which I remember as being a Richard Starkings and Comic Craft. Editor Bob Harris. Which I sort of like how um Carlos Bacello um, name comes first. And um And so naturally during the age of apocalypse all the X-Men titles got switched around, Excalibur became Excalibur, uh, dropping the E and going of the X hyphen caliber. And Generation X became Generation X. Very clever titling. And we're following an upstart team of mutants. And um, Chamber continues. On one of me better days today, for instance, I might just maybe, mm, might admit, there's an upside to me generic heritage, just as it is. I could sum it up in one word, power psionic power okay two words and um i should say that carlos Pacello is one of my favorite x-men or uh comic artists there's just a way he draws um like gloves and boots that i just always really enjoy but that might be his post-2000 work as uh i mean this is top-notch Pacello work but um i don't know there's like a roundness to everything in like his uh mike Carey x-men run That I really identified with. And. um, So he's just being bombarded. With attacks. Uh, He continues. My pasonic power growing up. Poppy told me. Lod you've got enough energy inside your frame. To uh, level your majesty's. Entire royal fleet. Didn't know what he was on about. Probably some kind of. Reference to some political structure. What existed before now. Before it all came down to a nasty piece of work named Apocalypse being in charge of most everything. Everything is, except us, the X-Men. Which I never narrate in such poetic terms. Or narrate at all. Maybe I need to narrate more often. Um, And I guess for any uh, people just joining, uh, which, thank you for joining. um, Age of Apocalypse... uh, Xavier's son, uh, Legion, went back in time, and I forget his motivations, but it was not to kill his father, but instead Xavier does get, uh, slain, and of course that changes history in ways you wouldn't think it wouldn't, like, the Shi'ar Empire shouldn't have changed, but somehow it did, and, uh, and so, yeah, the British Empire's not exactly how it is known, but, um, so the issue in, or this page ends with a chamber being shot in the chest. And, uh, I should be able to sense your thoughts. Oh, as a uh, scion, I should be able to sense your thoughts. And he's, uh, so he knows who's been attacking him. And he's not impressed as he still be able to walk around. Uh, he's talking to a Claudia and Claudia is a woman inside a computer system. So I guess it's Celebro, But celebro never existed. So we had Claudia. Um, and as he's uh, highly distracted. Uh, he gets yanked from behind. Not too daft. Sometimes in all the play ever. I forget. Forget that I'm not. not None of us are full time X-Men yet. Magneto wouldn't allow it. Buckethead's a little. Strict when it comes to that, and I forgot that the point of these exercises is simplicity itself. Kill, and he gets thrown into like some leaves. And there's an ad here for gargoyles coming to video on February 3rd, the gargoyles movie, which I remember being legit, like a good like uh one of those classic things where they like, show you five-part episode opening arc and then later, like, package it to a movie. I want to say it's on Disney+. Plus. I wonder if Walker D would be interested in that. Uh, You could bought the VHS for $20. Which is amazing that we still sell DVDs at $20. Like, those didn't mark up too much. Kill or be killed. Though, if I'm going to die anyway, I can't think of worse ways to go. So he's still trying to, like, get back on his feet. But he just keeps being, like, thrown around. And then someone tackles him, finally. And just starts making out with him. And we find... Um... And we're introduced to Age of Apocalypse Husk. Paige Guthrie. Which, in this continuity, is a brunette. Um... Like, who knows how that worked out. Um... And so now they're flirting in the midst of the battle. Uh, She got the edge on him, and she just wants to keep kissing him. Um, And he's trying to lecture her about what she could have done differently. And then all of a sudden uh, Mondo, uh, her skin from the Generation X uh, days... Um, now I want to say he goes from co. He's like Jean Grey. Like right? sometimes he has a co-name, sometimes he doesn't. But he's like in giant Hulk form here, um, or maybe even like six Hulks. Like he's a giant. He's a giant as he has husk and chamber in either hand. He's like Mondo is sick of risking Mondo's life while you two suck face. <laughs> it's like, oh Mondo, what is going on? Uh, when there's more than two of us at it, the rules. Have got to change. And we got a two-page like bulletin here from X-Facts, January 1995. The dream is over. A man who should never have died is now gone. His passing marks the loss of the world f- war- full of promise. A world of hope unfiltered and heralds the coming of reality. Rife that ravages of chaos and confusion. An age of madness and destruction. Enter now, the age of apocalypse. Let the nightmare begin. And there's a fictional map here, and I'm always a sucker for fictional maps. But uh, like, America's been broken into um, San Francisco, ruled by Holocaust, which is an awkward name. I'm surprised, even went past the censors even then. Uh, next to that is Mikael's area. Uh, Abyss has the section of America below that. And in Chicago is Mr. Sinister. And then uh, to the right of that. It so pretty much everything to the right of the Mississippi is under the direct control of the Apocalypse. Canada's considered the bad lands, scattered human hideouts. There's the wall of apocalypse, and I guess he just leaves the Arctic alone. Uh so there's Apocalypse Island, formerly New York City. Um uh, Africa's ruled over by Dr. Fields. Um no no, sorry, that's pointing to uh southern asia there's human settlements in africa europe is um i guess high evolutionary is fine uh oh no not fine because uh wonder mountain is destroyed oh man oh dad's eyes are getting hard uh the london's the capital of the human council mirror island security grid's fine Oh, no. Uh, Mirror Island is a sentinel no pos- processing plant, so opposite of fine. Um, the wish list is astonishing X-Men 1, X-Men 1, Generation Next 1, hoping to recruit the next generation of mutants for the crusade against Apocalypse. Magneto reveals the long-hidden truth. Oh, well, that spoils the ending of this, but you will see. Weapon X, X caliber 1. Sent on a crucial mission by Magneto, Nightcrawler must find his mother, the shape-shifting mystique, and make his way to the fabled land of Avalon to enlist the aid of the mutant precog known as Destiny. Plus the menace of Dabmask and the Pale Riders, guest-starring the Angel, by Warren Ellis and Ken Lashley. Amazing X-Men 1, X... nope, Factor X 1, Gambit and the turnos 1, and X-Men Chronicles 1, which I want to say I own. As well. A tale of the original X-Men and their first encounter of the evil of Apocalypse. The introduction of Rogue. The tragic death of an X-Man. A 64-page story of triumph and tragedy by Howard Mackey and Terry Dodson. I didn't realize Terry Dodson's been around that long. Uh Howard Mackey was an excellent Spider-Man writer. Um. So yeah, spoilers. Kitty Pryde's gonna show up in this. Um. Uh, Let's see, there's a page description for Marvel Comics. Um, there's a Betty Crocker snacks made of fruit X-Men. Oh, 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 It's fruit snacks, which I guess they were calling snacks made of fruit to emphasize the uh, the fact they're made of fruit. They have cool um, symbols. There's strawberry, grape, orange, and cherry flavors, but they're in the shapes of the Blackbird. Uh, um, Ace of Spades, trading card, Wolverine's head, uh Storm Lightning Bolt, and a green X. Okay. Uh, first two against the newcomer. And so, um, Chamber's saying, if you only waited a couple... Uh, oh, yeah, because they're under a time limit. Like, they're supposed to defeat each, like everyone in, like, a three-minute exercise. So if Mondo just stuck around for 30 seconds... Um, he would have gone without having a fight, but instead he uh chamber has to unlock his uh giant hole in his chest and unleash all of his psionic powers. And Mondo's screaming, Mondo doesn't hide for ah, hate, hate, hate psychic energy or psionic energy. And then Husk shows that she doesn't need to just change her entire body, she can just um shred her Skin on her hand and reveal a sharpened knife, and so she holds her new knife up to Mondo's neck. And then all of a sudden, the three minute mark is up. They hear a egg timer ping, and then Colossus comes down. It's a pretty cool uh, costume of his. Um, he has like a head bandana like Raphael sports in um, Rise of the Ninja Turtles and um like big old gauntlets on his arms and his boots are gigantic uh colossus legend has it years ago him and his brother were russia's greatest heroes back then when there was a russia before his brother became a horseman of his lord and manistry, bow your head now or die apocalypse he made his way to america after the horror started and offered his services to Magneto. Mind you though, he seems content to keep us his trainees as a constant boil. Pretty obvious to any everyone involved this is not a happy person. Um, so then Colossus is trying to get Chamber to explain like why why they're everyone's standing on their feet. Because there's supposed to be no last last person standing. And he's not happy, and he's trying to say, like, oh, we, we use teamwork, so that's why we're all together. Where it's like, well, this can't be teamwork when the goal was to just have one of you standing. Then Husk changes, shows off that her power set isn't just metals, like, she can turn her uh, hands into liquid goo, or acid. And also, and she does that jumping on Colossus's back, and, uh, you know... Spurring of acid, essentially. There ain't many things in life more disgusting than a whiff of burning techno-organic metal, combined as it is with whatever acid Paige Guthrie has managed to morph into. And Husk is just, like, basking the almost victory she has when all of a sudden, from the back of Clush's head, a voice comes out. That's a matter of perspective, Hayseed, from where I stand. Bit dramatic page turn... Uh, you're a memory, and we get to see the new age of apocalypse, Shadow Cat. reckons she's our teacher, tormentor more like. And it's a great costume design, it's very sleek, where it's all black, with a, um, I don't know, somehow a pair of sleeves that are not connected to her, the body of her shirt. So, that must feel silly, putting on. <laughs> Anyways, and then she has i don't know how you describe it, but I want to butcher the description of it, but it's a uh, if you just google age of apocalypse Shadow okay, get you're to see it immediately and it is on the cover too um but it's essentially a shirt, but without the uh above the breasts and the show and there's uh no shoulders, so everything from the chest up is gone, and then she has two sleeves that are. Yeah, they're disconnected from the outfit itself. Um and then she has grey metal gauntlets around her wrists, um that stick out three claws like Wolverine. Which I don't know ever gets explained in the Age of Apocalypse, besides she hangs out like I don't know if Age of Apocalypse Wolverine and Shadowcat Cat ever share panels together, but maybe we'll see that. Um and then she has also a silver belt, uh, and then on the buckle of it is the X uh, symbol, because they're still all about branding. And then uh, Shadowcast says, look at this, lazy and sloppy, together again. You just lay there, lazy. I'll be back in a minute with a whisk broom. And then she just starts slashing into Husk's face, and Husk just runs away, saying, like, "Oh, it's only a flesh wound. It's okay, Mondo um but she is just torn apart and i guess kitty knowing that or not kitty but uh knows how husky's power works so she can't just slice into her but you know it still hurts and i imagine it's one of those things where, like, it doesn't hurt if you rip off the skin of your own hand but if someone else rips it off then it will hurt a lot more and she's like oh is that a concern for you teammate you kids are so gosh darn cute. I might even let you live another 10 seconds. And um, Husk is trying to bait uh, Shadowcat to get closer. And she uh, turns her hand again into a metal. And um, as soon as Shadowcat's close enough to her, she uh, Husk stabs her, but you know her power is through phase. So she just... That's it. Go right through her. He's like, you megamorphs are so overconfident. Though so it might have worked against someone who wasn't intangible most of the time. It does a shift left kick straight to um, Huss's face that would make Chris Sims happy. Which I don't know. Why. Whatever happened to Chris Sims. And Colossus takes note of something happening behind him. Rasputin always pays more attention, which means it's now or never. Me I'm f- I'm for now. He's too big of a blighter to take on myself myself, but a tree should do the trick. And for all we pleat and whine about our teachers, it's nice to know we've learned learning something, even if that something is how to be sneaky, devious and ruthless. So Colossus or ugh, chamber knocks down a tree and that tree hits Colossus over the face. And uh he screams no as Shadowcat is literally gonna. end Husk, yes. Otherwise, how are you kids ever gonna learn? You think the Sentinels are gonna go easy on you, or the Flasksans, or the Bad Seeds? Ooh, I don't recognize what the Bad Seeds are. I'm only doing this for your own good. And Husk is like, your are all heart. And Chamber continues narrating. Don't ask me where it came from, because you know, I don't know how he manages to pull it off. Those things manage to snag her before she can catch her breath. Not being able to inhale makes it sort of hard on the gill to phase herself. And so Husk, or no, uh, Skin is just wrapping him himself around Shadowcat. And pulling her away from Husk. And um, uh, Shadowcat's able to uh, wiggle out, out of all of this. And pull a skin down to the ground. Uh, we get. An sp- ad for a Spider-Man game. Uh, that had Venom and the Sinister Six. Uh, going after him. Based on the 90's cartoon. Came to Genesis and the Super Nintendo. Because that's how long ago 1995 was. I want to say this is a game that predated the Maximum Carnage. If I'm remembering my Maximum Carnage uh, timeline. Um, and this one featured the Fantastic Four, and I'm a big Maximum Carnage fan. Like I was age right for it. It's a shame Disney doesn't have like an animated arm where they can just make direct to DVD Adaptions of their, um, um, you know, of like story arcs. Because I think they can make movies. And make a little more faithful... Animated features... Well... You know... Pretty much just do what DC does... But... You know... Show them how much better you can do it... Um... Oh... I'm sorry... It's not skin... A uh, cl- uh, Chamber narrates... Uh, Angelo Espinosa... Has the mutant power to control his... destin Destined skin... First... I'll tell you... I thought it was a fairly useless mutation... I was wrong... Oh... Is Mondo and skin two different characters... I guess so. Um, and so... Uh, <clears throat> Skin's trying to uh, taunt Shadowcat. And then... Shadowcat's turning to Husk being like... Uh, not the most loyal of friends, huh? And Skin's like, what are you talking about? Because Husk really wants to win. Because, you know, Shadowcat's been brutal to her and so she turns into acid and just dumps herself on top of skin hurting him and uh and making Shadowcat just phase into the ground so she gets to escape but skin pays the price of it and then we hear Ner ping uh Claudia tells him time's up and uh Colossus notices that Kata is hurt so he screams Katya! If you've heard her, page, I'll... Oh. And then, uh, Husk does, um... Uh, oh, yeah, and then there's a bunch of myths. There's a Vicente, who I don't recognize. So, maybe he's was a member of, of, um... Generation X at the time? I don't know, I like Generation Net X, but... I didn't get every single issue. Like, I think I got later issues. Um... Or maybe I got milestone issues and checked him to title every so often. And Anyway, so, uh... Vicente um, just turned into like a cloud. And so he's like drowning Colossus in like this thick cloud. And Claudia keeps going like, ping time, ping time, ping time. Uh, There's an ad for the 1995 Flair Marvel annual card, um, which is always amazing. Uh, East Coast Comics took out an ad for, you know, their entire backlog at the time. I'm trying to see here, um, other publishers, DC, X-Men, oh, X-Men must have been the actual, like, the Jim Lee Claremont X-Men, issues 6 through 10 and 25 would got you $6, oh, Uncanny X-Men issue 12 would have gotten you $175, and see what one forty or one twenty nine will get you, or how much will get you to pay to get one twenty nine. Man, I butchered that. Uh, issue one forty one twenty two dollars. Oh, I guess they're priced by dollar amount. And so I'm trying to go one nineteen. One nineteen would have been fourteen dollars. So, not horrible. I'm trying to commit to just finding $129. $130, $16. Oh man, oh, Dad's eyes. And then finally here, enough. Uh, and uh, Chamber continues narrating. If you want to know how, why everyone stops standing in their tracks, you have to know something about the man called Magneto, leader of the X-Men, the governor. Here's a bloke who's managed through sheer force of will to gather some two dozen mutants around him, us included. And it might seem daft, but he'd done it with the goal of saving the entire world from apocalypse. That, and he's pretty m- much a homebody. For most of us, it's the first time we've ever even seen him. If he decided to make the trip through two hot zones in the prairie, you can pretty sure it ain't just to check on the greens. And Magneto's shot by Bellows. Colossus, Shadowcat. I like a word of you two. Now. And Shadowcat's like, yes, sir. And Chamber continues to ring. Translated, that means lose the kids. The trio, oh hi, muckety-mucks. Head back to the tomb, the oldest standing structure in the Rockies. Survived a dozen bombings or more, our base. While none of us are privy to it, it's clear somebody's in trouble. And, uh, Magneto continues, like, uh, I confess to something of a loss. Before I departed Westchester, I gave specific instructions. The two you were to assemble the students and prepared to move on my word. Instead, I find them, and Colossus is like, Being prepared, Eric. As we said, I guess this is a bad Russian impression I'm trying to do. They they would be, with all respect due to you, Magnus, I would not have you barge in here and undermine my authority in front of the students. And Magneto's like, your authority, Peter? Oh yeah, Magneto here has like very long hair to the point where he has it braided on either side of his head. So it's like a... Pigtails, but... Long enough where they... The tail is this drape over his chest. And uh, Magneto says, And what would your authority be worth if it turns out this bishop is telling the truth, as I fear may be the case. And then we see uh, Bishop. Um, In like a monk type of outfit, but still with the M tattoo, because that's how you know it's Bishop. He claims to be from another reality, a world where 20 years ago a tragedy occurred that fractured all reality across the cosmic continuum. Charles Xavier, whose body I held when he breathed, breath, breathed his last, was murdered by his own son, and that death was never meant to be. The Entire world's paying the price for that mistake since that day. Nyxar and Gambit, and Bob Harris has a note saying, "See Excalibur one and Gambit and the Externals one." For the rest of the story, Bomb are bringing me the resources I need to verify Bishop's claim that his existence is a temporal aberration it may very well fall upon you and your charges to acquire the means for which to travel back in time. And, uh... Shadowcat is quick to point out that uh, Magneto has killed all Variant mutants. Specifically to prevent time travel from happening. Sort of like how, um... Second Coming had had a plot to take out all, um... teleporters. And then Hawkspox Pox had a point of all, um people with foresight powers. Um, And Claudia uh, kicks in too. But there are those who have yet to manifest their abilities and therein may be our hope. As requests is shifting through disease or cusp records, cross-referencing with... um, And so they're trying to find mutants with the power to... um, Uh, that could time travel, but, I don't recognize them. Like, Eden Fox, comma, T, disease, natural causes, non designate, deceased, and Shadow cats. I imagine dying without a name. But it's a blonde, so I'm like, sure, who that would be. There's a guess who it would be, but on the next page we find out it's not who I'm thinking is. Uh, Prelate Gallo, deceased. Gardner Monroe. Desonate Flashback. M.I.A. And then Colossus notices. Bush moi. Net. It cannot. She died. They told me she died. And we get the last page turn reveal. My sister Ilyana. And Claudia. Confirming. Affirmative. Rasputin I. Russian Harvest Lot one twelve Lambda. Erroneously reported killed by the site of the Kive slaughter. Finding. Too young to be of any use. Possibility of mutant man- manifestation. Infantismal. Currently resident of CORE, Portland. Likelihood of rescue, point zero 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 percent Next issue. Like magic... Into the heart of the slave pits. Be here, and there's a uh, uh, ad for Peter Pan creamy peanut butter now with free Spider Man mini comic on the lid. Collect all four, and I guess if you collect enough, you could get a cool Spider Man watch because this is the Spider Man um, uh, animated series is in full swing. Pun intended. Uh, and then also, you could have gotten um, your own picture in an X Men Captain Universe comic that I remember legit trying to convince my mom to let me give them the. Come uh, on, I don't know. How much is this? How to order. To order your personalized X Men comic, either go immediately to your nearest comic book retailer or call this number. No limit. Order as many as you like. Each comic is $15 plus $3 shipping and handling. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, 1995, I was, what, 80, 95, 82, I was 13, like, I should have been able to do this, um, and the back cover ads for claricel um, which, I don't even know if they even make claricel anymore, but it was a very anti-acne, uh, prevention, the back cover ad is for NBA Jam coming on February 23rd for Super Nintendo Genesis Game Gear. Made by Acclaim and Midway. Officially licensed by the NBA. So come back next week as we come to review Generation X issue two. We're committing to all four issues. Um, so thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And um if you would give five stars and subscribe to the the podcast, that'd be a huge help as we um grow our the podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter and Tumblr and well, I guess Reddit and YouTube as Jacko S I I. You can follow the blog at Shadow and Flame Uh, I just uploaded two victory videos for, um, in Fortnite, so, pretty nice, I'm making strides to get wins of all my skins, I think I'm down to my final four, now I gotta go back to my, using my kitty, my soccer kitty pride outfits that I've been (laughs) very missing, um, especially the blue Excalibur version, uh, so you can follow the... Um, podcasts on Twitter and Instagram as, uh, S N F W M awkward, but that's what we, cause even, um, shadow and flame of magic was way too many letters for Twitter, which I guess makes sense with, in a world limited by 144 characters. Um, thank you again, Francisco for providing the theme song for the, um, the show And we'll see you next week. All right, everyone. Bye. Oh, and Happy New Year, everyone. Probably should have put that in the beginning.